What is going on everyone? Greg here with another show and I got asked a very important question the other day. Um, and that question was, what are you doing here? And it was at my work. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm a bartender currently. Uh, I also do some other stuff, you know, like this podcast, like our coaching business. And somebody, I was telling them my life story, how I love to travel, all the education I've done, all the other things I've done. And they just, they asked me, what are you doing here? You know, why this? And they were asking about my job. They were asking about where I was at in life. But the way I took it, the way I saw it is, what am I doing right now? You know, is my life worth it? Is my life being fulfilled right now? And I've been listening to a lot of different videos, been listening to a lot of different stuff. And there's a common theme in, in a lot of the videos that I've been watching, or a lot of the videos I've been listening to, is I hate that I'm going to say this, but YOLO. Like, you only, you only live once, for those of you that don't know what that stands for. But... For me, that's a big thing because you do only have one life. And, you know, I have tattooed on my arm 1%. And everyone asks, of all the tattoos, they're like, what does 1% mean? And I'm like, it's a daily reminder to be 1% better than you were yesterday. And there's a lot of days that I look back and I'm like, was I? You know, was I really? And we get kind of caught in the, the monotony, the matrix of life. And... My biggest, I think the biggest regret I would ever have at the end of my life would be not doing enough, not doing the things I want to. And so some of you might have been a little alarmed by the title of this episode, um, but it's, it's, not, it's not in a negative way. When I say, is your life worth it? I mean, is your life worth all the negativity that you experience? I'm not talking about is your life worth living? I'm talking about is your life worth living the way you are right now? And what I mean by that is all the stresses, all the negative, all the people around you that don't fully support you. Is your life worth not living the way you want to live it? And for a lot of people, we don't really know what that is. We don't really know what that means. We don't know what our passions are. We don't know what we want to experience. We don't know what we want to do. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've done a lot of things at the age that I'm at. People look at me, they think I'm way older. And then I tell them my age, they're like, wow, you've done so much. Um, I've had a lot of experiences. And I'm going to tell you right now that you don't truly know unless you go out there and try. You go out there and just do it. I'm stealing that from Nike, by the way. You go out there, you just do it. You experience some stuff. Maybe you hate it. Maybe you're like, I'm going to go travel. And then you're like, I hate traveling. I hate packing. I hate unpacking. I hate being at the airport. I hate sitting behind or sitting in front of the little kid who keeps kicking the back of my seat. I just hate everything about it. I'm going to stay at home all the time because I hate traveling. That's okay. But you went out and you experienced travel. You would have no idea if you hated traveling had you not done it. And so now every time, every single time people are like, hey, let's take a vacation. Hey, let's take a trip. You're not even going to know like to say like, oh, no, I like I'm not a big fan of traveling. And, you know, 
you might still go on the trip because of who you're going with, but you never really know what you like to do or what you don't like to do unless you go experience the things and do the things. And that's what I'm saying with this stuff is go experience. That's that's the number one thing I'm saying with is go go get experiences. Like a couple years ago, it's actually like coming up on two years exactly. I came home from work. I was tired. I'd only been there for two months. Yeah, about just about two months. I was tired of the same old thing every single day. And I needed a little, I needed a little jump to, jump start to my life again. And I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an adrenaline junkie. And uh, got home from work and I pulled out my phone and people were like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to go book skydiving. Like I've always wanted to go skydiving. I always talked myself out of it. And now I'm going to go do it. And, you know, like six days later, I was jumping out of a plane. And some of you might think, oh my gosh, like that's way too extreme. Another example I'll give you is a couple months ago. Uh, ever since I moved to Florida, I said, I'm going to go watch the sunrise at Cocoa Beach, which is on the east coast of Florida. And I had said this for, I moved here two, almost two and a half years ago. Um, I had said this for a while and... I didn't do it until two months ago. So basically a full two years of being in Florida, I had said, oh yeah, I want to go watch the sunrise at Cocoa Beach. And I didn't do it for two years. And that's something very simple that's just like a a quick drive over in the morning. Yes, you have to get up early. (laughs) But you go over in the morning and you sit on the beach, you read a book, you bring whatever you want to do. You bring your breakfast picnic. You just watch the sunrise. There's, there was a ton of surfers out there. And I don't know why I kept talking myself out of it, but now I, now I know that I like to do, you know, I like to sit on the beach. I like to watch the sunrise. And I already knew I liked to watch the sunrise from being, from traveling a lot and waking up early and watching the sunrise over like the cliffs of Yellowstone or stuff like that. But it's always super interesting to experience new things. And I'm telling you right now that if you are if you are in a rut, if you are in a, oh my gosh, like my life is just the same over and over again, like please just go out and experience something new. Go out, do something for yourself because you will never know what it's like if you don't go do it, if you don't go try. And I think that a lot of people don't do that and it really takes a toll on them. You know, take a day off of work to go do something you love. Do it on the weekends. Do it on your day off. I don't care. Like, and that's when somebody asked me, what are you doing here? And I kind of took it way, way, way more exponential than I need to. And I started thinking like, is my life worth this? Is my life worth it to be here all the time? It's not, you know, no job, unless it's your passion, and even then, no job, no career is worth your mental health, is worth your stress, is worth your positivity and negativity. No single job on this planet is worth you not living the life you want to live. And a lot of people don't understand that because they think, oh, well, I need, I need money to you know, pay my bills and not be broke and have nicer things not necessarily nice things but have nicer things and pay for groceries and be able to eat and you know all this other stuff and i had an interesting conversation with somebody at my work the other day i was like 
because they asked me, they're like, how do you find the motivation to go to the gym? And I said, well, how do you find the motivation to go to work? And they said, well, I don't want to be broke. Like I have bills to pay and I have this and that. And I was like, okay, so if somebody told you right now, hey, um, every single time you go to the gym, it's 0.2% towards your health. But if you don't go, you're going to die. Like it's, it's guaranteed you're going to die if you go to the, don't go to the gym. She was like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to die. I'm going to go to the gym. And I was like, see, you're you're running away from a program or a, a problem, not a program. You're running away from a problem. What I helped her understand was that there are two, there's two great motivators in your life. And the two great motivators are the avoidance of pain and the gaining of pleasure. Most people only use one of these. Most people will only use mostly the avoidance of pain in order to get to where they're going. They will be running away from something. I have a job so I'm not broke. I have a job so I can pay bills. You're running away from, from being broke, from being in debt, from being not able to pay things. Some people, not a lot, but some people are running towards something. They're looking for the gaining of pleasure. Now this is, this is a harder motivator because when you think about the gaining of pleasure, it's not as rewarding. It's never as quick as the avoidance of pain. And so somebody who could be working a job is like, just like I'm working towards saving. I'm working towards retirement. I'm working towards pension, you know, whatever it is, stuff like that. And you don't hear that a lot in this generation anymore, but if you combine the two, all of a sudden you find your career and that's why you you hear from older people they're like yeah i like got this career out of college because i didn't want to be broke and i wanted to pay off my student debt but i'm also like i get 401k and pension and retirement fund and stuff i don't understand but they have those two and that's why they stay and that's why they love it whereas nowadays people start a career and they start to really love the work and everything but they're just trying to pay bills and as soon as their bills are paid and they kind of get in the, into the routine and the monotony of the working, then all of a sudden they don't feel fulfilled. And that's why everyone now only lasts six months, a year, maybe less than six months at a job because as soon as their motivator is gone, they've now avoided that pain, they have a steady paycheck, they no longer feel fulfilled. And reeling it all back, looking at the question, is your life worth it? You know, if you don't feel fulfilled in what you're doing, if you don't feel like what you're doing brings you happiness, brings you joy, if it drains you to do it, go do something else, man. Like, if you hate what you're doing, go do something else. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that you know, you're not rooted. You're not. A, you're not a freaking tree. You're not rooted to wherever you decide to plant down. You know, you're not rooted to that job. You're not rooted to that house. You're not rooted to that apartment. You're not rooted to that state. You know, if you don't like where you're at, if you don't like who you're around, change your environment. Change what you're doing. Change where you're at. Change who you hang out with. And that's that's the second biggest thing I would tell you is, if you don't like 
where you're at in life, who you're hanging around with, what you're doing, you know, what time you get up in the morning, what time you go to bed at night, you have every single right and all the power to change that. And so many people don't understand that, that whatever you are not changing, you are choosing to not change it. You know, somebody, I get, we get a lot of people in our coaching program that are like, yeah, I'm just not a morning person. And I will stop them. I'll just be like, well, why not? Like, why aren't you a morning person? And they're like, yeah, I just like, I have, you know, a lot of struggles getting up early. I'm like, when you were a kid on Christmas morning, what time did you get up? And they're like 5.30, like 6 o'clock. Like, I was so excited for Santa to come. And open presents and all this other stuff. And I was like, okay, when you were a kid and you knew you had a, you know, if they played sports, if you knew you had a soccer game at 8 a.m., what time were you up? 6 a.m., 5.30, 5.45. Like, I was ready. I was kicking the ball around in the front yard. You know, that was me. But, um, you know, it's different examples based on different people. And I always ask them, I'm like, okay, so if you were a morning person as a kid, why aren't you a morning person now? You know, weren't you born a morning person then? And they're, you know, it, and this is just a general example, but they're, they kind of look at it and they're like, hmm. And the third thing I'll tell you, I'm going to jump to it before I, you know, spoil the beans. Spill the beans? Spoil the beans? Whatever. <laughs> The third thing I'll tell you is everything you know now has been learned from your past. Everything. If you get anxious, you know, microwaving something because you're uh, afraid of it's going to blow up or radioactivity. If you get um, excited on Christmas morning, everything you know now is because of your past and how it was back then. Now, things change. Obviously, if you were a morning person as a kid and now you're not a morning person, something along the way shifted. Maybe you slept in a lot during college when you finally had the freedom to sleep in and you scheduled all your classes at night and then all of a sudden your habits and your routines start to shift. You're sleeping in. You're doing all your stuff at night. Okay, I'm no longer a morning person because I, I shifted my routines. But if you look back, it was super easy to shift your routines when you had something to shift them for. Now it's okay. I want to be a morning person again. What is the reason I ha- I'm going to get up in the morning? And that, that in, in that lies where, where you're going to get going, where you're, where you're going to get going in life, where you're going to get going through what you're doing. And I said this in a, a TikTok and a reel the other day. I said, if your reasons aren't strong enough, you will always, it, that's the reason you quit. That's the reason you fail. That's the reason you give up. So your, your reason for giving up is stronger than your reason to keep going. And what I mean by that is if somebody came to me and said, I want to be a morning person, I would ask them, okay, why do you want to be a morning person? Not how are you, you know, what time are you going to get up? Not how are you going to get up? You know, how many alarms are you going to set? When, when are you getting up? You know? Not none of that stuff. I'm not going to ask me about the morning routine or anything. I'm going to say, why? Why do you want to be a morning person? And if they can't give me a clear-cut answer that almost brings them to tears, I'm, I'm not going to believe that they're going to wake up in the morning. 
because they they have no reason I mean, they might have a reason but it's not a strong enough reason to get over the fact that they also have a reason to sleep in and so number three and number four i'm going to kind of loop these together everything you know now everything you've learned can be unlearned you can learn new ways you can build new habits we get a lot of clients a lot of worthy warriors in our program that are like, I can't do squats. I don't want to go to the gym. I just want to work out at home, but like, I don't have the time. I'm like, okay, great. Like, do you have time to watch TV? They're like, yeah, I watch TV almost every night. And I say, okay, before you turn on the TV, I want you to sit down and stand up from the couch 12 times. And they're like, that'll take like 30 seconds. I'm like, yeah, great. Do it 12 times. And then two days later, I'm like, hey, do it 15 times. Hey, do it 20 times, do it 25, do it 50. All of a sudden they're doing 50 stand-up, sit-down squats from the couch before they turn on the TV and they're like, wow, this is taking a lot of time. I'm like, okay, great. Now go do it without the couch. Go do 10 freestanding, you know, just right by the couch, just on, you know, on the outside of the couch. Then you can turn on the TV. They're like, wow, this is a lot harder. Then they get up to 50 again, you know, whatever the number it is. And all of a sudden they're like, you know, okay, now this is taking too long again. It's starting to get easy. I'm like, okay, great. Like, you ready to go to the gym? Like, you've been working out. And if they say no, you know, there's other ways. But if they're ready to go to the gym, okay, let's add some weight. Let's add some resistance. Now you can go back down to 10, back down to 12. You don't have to do 50 squats every single time. And you just add it into their routines. And so what they've learned in the past is, oh, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch TV. Now what they know is before I turn on the TV, you know, before bad habit i will do good habit it's from the it's from from the book atomic habits which i've reread probably four times um you just put into your life small little changes that one percent that's on my arm small little changes that's it now the fourth thing that i was talking about earlier is if you don't have a reason to do it your brain is always going to choose the easy route. Your brain's always going to choose the convenient route. Why do you think fast food in America is such a big thing? It's because it's like, I don't want to cook. Let's order food. I don't want to cook. Let's go to the drive-thru. It's your brain will always choose, even if it's like a fighting battle, like it could be 50-50. If it's 50-50, the negative side's going to win. <laughs> like there is no way around it. And so I need you to understand that your, your brain will always choose the easy route. You have to have a reason to choose the hard route. And what's hard now will make life easier in the future. What's easy now will make life harder in the future. You know, I said, I said one time, and you hear this a lot, is like, you know, when you're investing in your health, if you want to get a gym membership or a personal trainer or a coach, you can either invest in that now or you can invest in like medical bills later. So you can either invest in good health now or you can invest in bad health later. And when it's put that way, all of a sudden the, your reason to invest in good health now is like, holy shit, like I need to do this ASAP. Like I need to get in shape. I need to lose weight. I need to watch my heart, you know, my blood sugar and my heart rate and all this other stuff because I need to care for my children, my grandchildren. I need to be able to be around for a while. I need to be able to move. I need to be able to lift stuff. All the reasons, all the reasons that people give me, people give all, all the coaches around the world, oh, I want to lose weight. Okay, why? Uh, I want to be able to play with my grandkids. Okay, why? When you can ask the question why and keep going, you know, okay, I want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? I want to be able to play with my grandkids. Why does losing weight help you play with your grandkids? 
And then you answer that. And maybe that answer is, you know, because if I lose weight, I'll be able to run around in the yard with them. And that in turn will be playing with my grandkids. Okay, great. Why do you want to be able to run around in the yard with them? You know, and you just keep going, you keep uncovering deeper levels of why. All of a sudden, you know, you're brought almost to tears on how much you want it. And that, a lot of the times, is how you figure out what you want to do. You know, you start with, okay, what do you want to do in life? Okay, I want to run a marathon. Why do you want to run a marathon? I don't know. If you can't answer that first question, you're in trouble. <laughs> because you will never, ever, ever sign up for that marathon. And maybe you're, maybe you're like the uh, needle in the haystack where you're just like, you don't need any motivation, you're just going to do it. But there are some things in your life where you're going to need that. And, you know, going back to the example of my coworker who was like, how do you find the motivation to go to the gym? I said, I, I think motivation is crap. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, I could give you the most riveting, motivating speech right now. You would forget every, all of it by dinner tonight. And this was like 2 p.m. And she was like, I don't, I don't know if I'd forget all of it. I was, no. I was like, no, give it 48 hours. You would forget I even talked to you. You'd look back and be like, what was he saying again? Maybe you'd remember if you have a good memory, but I was like, motivation is crap. The reason you are going to go to the gym is because of your reason. If you're looking to other people to motivate you, and I talk about this with gym partners, gym partners are great. You should have a partner to push you, but if you're looking to another person to get you to go to the gym, as soon as they stop going or as soon as they have one bad day, your your shit's trashed. Like you you're gonna have no reason to go. As soon as Sally tells you that she can't go to the gym with you because her kid threw up at school, she's gotta go pick him up, you're not going that day. And then all of a sudden that's one day gone. And you know the thing about habits is like you never go more than two days or else the habit's broken. So, you know, her kid threw up at school, she's gotta go pick him up. You've, you're now going to miss that day because you're counting on Sally to go with you. So now you're going to be like, oh, I, I don't really know if I want to go. Like, I always go with her. And then the next day, her kid's still sick. Oh, you're in trouble. Like, you're in a lot of trouble. And people don't realize that if you put your motivation, if you put your reasons in other people, in other things. Like, I have mentors, but they're not the reason I go do things. And when they are... I try to call myself out on it. I'm, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I watch Kobe Bryant videos all the time. Kobe Bryant's a big mentor of mine. I, I love his work. I loved his work ethic. I love what he stood for. You know, he wasn't friends with a lot of people because he were, we wanted to work hard and show people that he was the best. And I watch videos of his and I'll find myself like getting caught in the trap. Like I only feel motivated when I watch a video of his or like a motivational video somebody else put together. And... I'll call myself out. It now a lot of people don't have that power. A lot of people don't realize that 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 self awareness, and that's built over time. But if you are relying on other people, if you're relying on other external sources of motivation, you no longer have any reasons. You know, motivation is external. Inspiration is internal. When you feel inspired to do something, you now have more power than somebody who feels motivated to do something. And that, that's really powerful to think about because when you feel inspired, 
it comes from within. When you feel motivated, it comes from other people. It comes from outside. Feeling inspired is having the reasons, having the why, being able to answer. If somebody were to ask you, what is your goal and why do you want it? Being able to answer it in like a paragraph answer. And that that's the most dangerous person on the planet is somebody who knows what they want and it's inspired, not motivated, inspired to go do it. And so kind of to bring it all back together, you know, I, I might have I might have triggered some people by the title of this episode. You know, I'm not asking, is your life worth it in terms of is your life worth living? I'm asking, is your life worth what you're doing right now? Is your life worth the stress? Is it worth, you know, the constant emails? Is it worth the negativity? Is it worth the people you hang around? You know, if you want more for your life and the people you're hanging around or the work you're at or the job you're at aren't going to give that to you, change your environment. I, I cannot tell you enough. You will, f- it's going to be scary. It's going to be, it's definitely going to be scary because you're, you're not used to change, but whatever you are not changing, you're choosing not to change it. And I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning. YOLO, you only live once. If you are afraid now, you're going to look back at the end of your life and you're going to be like, wow, I wish I wasn't afraid to go do that. So get out, go do it. Whatever is learned now can be unlearned in your future. You know, anxieties, you know, fears, all that stuff. You're only born with two fears. Fear of falling and fear of loud noises. Those two. You're only born with those two fears because you're always held as a baby, so you're afraid to be dropped. And you have very sensitive hearing when you're a baby, so fear of loud noises. Everything else is made up. You made it up eventually. You learned it eventually. All of that can be unlearned. I know people who used to have a fear of heights that went skydiving, and all of a sudden their fear of heights was gone because they were opened up to a new experience. They were opened up to a new thinking. They just believed that, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm afraid of heights because I don't like being up on this cliff. But, like, jumping out of a plane, super cool. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, this cliff isn't that bad. Like, I just, you know, I'm safe. It's not necessarily a fear of heights. It's a fear of falling. So if you learn how to be safe, different story. But anyway, um, wrapping it up, YOLO. Go out, do whatever you want. Do whatever you feel brings you. Don't do whatever you want. That's the way, wrong way. To, we don't need the purge up in here. Uh, do whatever brings you joy. And not happiness, joy. Like somebody could hand me a Reese's. I'd be happy for five seconds until it's gone. Somebody could teach me how to make homemade Reese's. I would feel joy because I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I can have Reese's all the time. You know, give a man a fish versus teach a man to fish. So get out, go do what you want to do. If you don't like what you're, what you're doing, if you don't like where you're at, change your environment. You're not a tree. You can move. You're not rooted to anything you're doing. And if you need, if you need any assistance in this, like shoot me a DM on Instagram, shoot me a DM on TikTok. I, I, I don't TikTok DMs are weird, but um, go follow me on both of those. Go follow the show. I hope you guys enjoyed the Your Brand podcast. We're going to start breaking down the different levels of your brand starting next episode. But other than that, keep sweating, keep smiling, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace.